welcome to a mini breakdown with Ashley and Chris, where they answer your questions and meet with real brides to break down their wedding every week. Hey guys, it is Friday and we are celebrating the end of yet another week. A really cold week, but another week. Very cold week. You earned it. I hope you got some Starbucks this morning on your way to work. You left early. I hope that you eat bad food that you really like today and that you just treat yourself today because you made it through a week and uh, you get to hang out on the weekend now and you get to chill. Have a good time. That's right. I hope you're listening to this. I don't know. Maybe you're listening to this on your way to work. Maybe you're listening to it on your way home from work. You're going to consume this real quick. If you didn't know, we are asking and polling you guys consistently on Instagram to send us your questions and we spend today answering them. So Chris, are you ready to dive in? Let's dive in. Question number one, what is it? So this particular bride, I had to like read, reread this. So her concern is her bridal party is canceling due to COVID. It's a very real thing that's happening right now. I've had weddings where people have canceled, um, like some of their bridal party. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I, we had one and I mean, she had a pretty beefy wedding party to begin with and ended up only having three bridesmaids. Two of them Whoa. were friends. One was a sister. And that was all that she ended up having. Like beefy, you mean like she had like eight bridesmaids, 10 bridesmaids before? Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. yeah, like a bigger wedding party. And due to COVID, she only ended up having three. And it was, I mean, you never know when you're going to be in like that hot spot and people, it was all like sickness related. Like a couple of them ended up mm-hmm. having COVID. Um, one of them was nervous that she would have COVID and that was, it was just like better to err on the side of caution in this world. And so it was lots of like zoom calls and which I've seen that at a lot of weddings, like zoom calls. FaceTiming people in. Yeah, yeah. Which has been really sweet. Like lots of tears. I had bridesmaids who like wore their, they were sick with COVID and they wore their dresses and FaceTimed in. On at with home. Their dresses. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We've had that too. We've had that too. And that's always super sweet, but it's also super sad too. Like your people, you know, these are your, your favorite people, your trusted people. And you know, you had hopes that they would be there celebrating on your big day. And now, so is the question, uh, how to handle them canceling or it's the fear of them canceling? I'm not sure, but I know particular that this is a wedding that isn't for another month. So I, my assumption just based on context clues and knowing who she is, that her bridal party is canceling because it, everybody canceling. would have to travel. So that's my assumption. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's what kind of what comes to mind is is number one i just want to say that that sucks that really sucks ass like that's a really crappy thing to have like your favorite people that you want to be there and i'm sure they want to be there too oh absolutely Um, but because of covid because of probably very real concerns valid concerns maybe they even have parents grandparents um people that they work with who are high risk And so they have made the very, very hard decision to not come. And that would probably be the first thing that I would want to let you know is that I really don't think that this was a decision that was made lightly. And I'm sure that these people wrestled over this decision Mm -hmm. of whether or not to come. And so um, I don't think that this means that they don't like you, that they are upset with you, that, you know, they want the friendship to end. I would probably assume that, 
they really, really, really wanted to be there, but they had to make a really difficult decision. Um, and so just remember that. Like, I don't think this was something that was personal, although it, it can feel personal. Yeah. I totally well, understand that. I think from your perspective, you're like, this is my one day and it, it can be, it can feel really unfair. And I think giving yourself the perspective, and you probably already have this perspective that like, you know, it sucks for them and you know that they have to do what's right for them and that, but also like sitting and knowing and accepting like this mm-hmm. sucks. Like, yep. and I think that that's kind of the most important thing is to know that they love you, know that you love them. Don't let this affect your relationship. And ex- like, I don't know. I think it's the acceptance that's really important. Yeah, no, 100%. I, I totally agree. I think the other thing that you can do is, is you can be sad. Like we talk about this, but like giving your permission giving yourself permission to mourn uh, that some of your people aren't going to be there. Um, And I think that our kind of advice has been like with mourning things is like allow yourself to feel it. Um, Give yourself a set day, a set time, and then commit to like, okay, I'm not going to dwell on that. And I would really encourage you to not to try as hard as you can to not let that affect your big day. Like, And not and not completely suck the air in the vibe, like the fun vibe out of your day, because although they're not there, there are so many people that will still be there. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you don't have maybe your ride or die there, but you have so much other support from other people that are going to be there. And so, again, it's like shifting. OK, here's the negative. I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm not going to live with a negative and I'm going to shift to the positive things that I can focus on. Yeah. So this reminds me of, well, first of all, I didn't have a wedding party at all. And there's as much as it's hard when they cancel, there is beauty in having to juggle less people, especially if you're a people pleaser, having to juggle less people's personalities or less people's desires on your wedding day. Yeah. Like if you're not having to like make sure that they're happy and they're having fun, um, it can be less on your shoulders, but also I remember when I was planning my wedding, a couple of things that I really wanted to do and I ended up not executing, but you could, is having the people who aren't going to be there, who you really want to be there, like send you letters and you can read their letters that morning. Oh, or like that's a great idea. Different ways that you can still incorporate them and they're still there. And like, you know, with letters, people can gen... I was going to say genuinely, but that's not the word I wanted. Generally. generally. Yeah, people can generally be more open and honest in a letter than they can in person. And like they can actually like tell you how they feel. So that might be something that you can embrace. And, you know, I don't know. I think that that could be really special. Like there's just different ways that they can honor you. I love that idea of, of the wedding, like having them read you letters. Um, I think that that's, that's super big. That's super important. My last piece of, piece of advice would be that um, you can, can only control, you can only control how you respond to the situation. The situation is what it is. They are not going to be there. And so you have a choice to make. Am I going to really let this upset me, sadden me, frustrate me? Um, if yes, feel those feelings for a second. Don't live there. And then go ahead and figure out how you can incorporate them in your day. And I think the letter idea is an amazing way to do that. Yeah. I mean, people with uh, bachelor parties and bachelorette parties, I've just always heard in this kind of, I don't know, you could spin something with this that like the groom, maybe if it's a husband and wife getting married, the groom will 
send a video of him like responding to specific questions everybody plays a game and then like you play the video of that groom and maybe there could be like some type of spin on that where like the video of the people that you love like they pre-record something for you I don't know anyway all these ideas but you could you could do something to make it still really special and try not to dwell on the fact that they may not be there in person Mm -hmm. but you know that they're there in spirit they love you Question number two that we have received uh, was, I've been putting off if my bridal party should get their hair and makeup done or not. Mm, this is such... I, so I ended up polling our Instagram audience on this one because I think this is something a lot of couples struggle with. Well, brides struggle with. What should I do? I want, like, I want my bridesmaids to get their makeup done and their hair done but I don't want to pay for it. I want them to pay for it. And so how do I ask them to spend this money? There's there are so many factors into it. And yeah, this was one that I was a little more confused on. I think it might be because I'm a guy, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but this one was, was... So what, again, remind me, what is the reasoning behind this? Like you said, they want to ask them to get their hair or makeup done, but then they want them to pay for it. So is that where the rub comes into play? Sometimes, yes. So that okay. can come into play. Or... You say you do want them to get their hair and makeup done. You don't want them to have a choice. Well, then some people would say this budget factor is now on you. So you should pay for it. And so Uh, then budget comes into play there. Your wedding budget is now part of the hair and makeup factor. And you wonder, is it worth it? Should I have my bridesmaids get their hair and makeup done? And I, so I think that's another factor there. So I think there's a lot to unpack in this one question. And like, I think that maybe we start there. Like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? What well, do you, from I a think, photographer's perspective, what do you think? Um, from a photographer's perspective, again, man, this just, if it's in the budget, I think it's worth it yeah. if you can do it. Do you think both hair and makeup? As a man, this is weird for me to ask you, but I am curious your perspective, um, unbiased. Okay, so when it comes to makeup, I'm just thinking of um, some friends that I have in my life who they go overboard on um, color choice. Not necessarily like I'm not talking caking. It's like those are very interesting colors to have on your eyes. I personally would never wear that, and I'm thankful that Lara doesn't, but you do you. On your wedding day, you probably don't want, and I'm thinking worst of worst vivid colors, that kind of thing, maybe going overboard on that. Um, that's when it comes to, when it comes to makeup, when it comes to hair, I, I don't really know. I think if you have a certain vision for how you want their hair to look, it sounds like it's important to you and you should probably do it. I agree. I think with hair, it's all de- is determined on like, if you just want the girls to wear their hair down or they can do kind of whatever they want, then I don't think it's as important. But if you have a vision, you want to do updos, maybe, it might be super windy. I don't know. There, Those factors can come into play. Then I think hair could be important, but I think makeup is more important yeah. than hair. People know how to style their own hair if you're not picky about it. Again, you do you. This is just how my mind works. Um, but with makeup, there's like a certain consistency level where if everybody gets their That's makeup true. done by the same person, everybody like has this like consistent look. Somebody might use a powder, this my makeup brain is working. Somebody might use a powder and your photographer's flash 
causes flashback. I think it's like silicone potentially that is inside of some powders that causes flashback and it makes you look like ghostly. So there are things like that to take into consideration. And in that regard, I think makeup is worth it. The other thing that I think about makeup too is like, I, I know that sometimes maybe not everybody is as equally as experienced. Like some people may never wear it. And so they don't necessarily know what they're doing. But then I'm also thinking for photos, blending, like when someone doesn't know how to properly blend, there can be a very distinct line in photos. Um, if you have a professional that knows how to blend, you're, you're not going to have to worry about that. And this is also coming from a man. If he's sitting here saying, I can see this in these photos, he's like, I don't even know what blending means, but it needs to happen. Yes. (laughs) I I don't even know if that's the right word. That's just the word that I chose. No, it is. It's got a, you don't want there to be a distinct line. And I've seen that like in photos. Yeah. It's very noticeable. Yeah. So I think that we're determining makeup's for sure worth it. Hair is worth it if you have a look in mind. If, um... So from that perspective, well, there's also what I come across is some bridesmaids not being happy with their makeup, which this happens a lot. Yep, that's a thing. I've seen this too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen people be pissed off during photos. It's like we're trying to take photos and they're like, I just don't I like the way makeup. I look in that. Yeah. It's frustrating. Well, and if you're a bridesmaid, ladies, I just want you to know it's not about you today. Damn! Come on, say it again. It's not about you today. Like if you have looked in the mirror more than one time on your friend's wedding day, there is something. There's something. I guess it's not about you. I'm Girl, sorry. you need so to take sorry a step if that hurts back. You, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've felt that way when I've gotten my makeup done. I'm like, oh my God, whoa. Like this does not look like me. And then I see the pictures and I'm like, okay, that looks like me. I think it's just we're so used to seeing the way that we do our makeup that yeah. We are like, ooh, this the way the place that she put the blush is a little different than the place I would have put the blush or whatever. And so maybe our face shape looks a little different. But generally speaking, look in your look in the mirror once and then don't worry about it because you are here to hype up your sister or your friend. And you're probably going to recognize yourself in photos. And it's (laughs) for sure. One hundred percent. They'll be able to. Yeah. It's not about you. So. Yeah. Um, this I know that mostly brides are listening, but just in case you're going to be a bridesmaid soon and you're nervous about it, remember it's not about you. It's hard sometimes. Just avoid the mirrors. That's what I do whenever I'm not super happy yeah, with don't, my makeup. Don't stare too long. Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing that brides have to juggle though is like I have some of my bridesmaids that don't want to get their makeup done. And so I think if that's the case, what do you think? I don't know why I just started thinking about tans and how we probably need to talk about tans one, one time. We want to talk about can, tans now? I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just, <laughs> some people can do, I, don't, I wish I had the, like the name of the places that do it well. Ooh, so spray I me say, golden. go here spray because there are other places golden. that it's just like, oh my gosh, this is not good. Girl, you there? I'm gonna have to desaturate these oranges, and Ooh. it's just gonna be too much. And then you're gonna look pale. Or they don't all have tans. Or and they don't all. And there's <laughs> one like that's a thing too. And so, I don't know. I I don't think people think about that. I think a tan on your wedding day is risky business, bro. Um, if if you're just going in and you've never had trial done at yes. a certain place before, I would highly recommend a trial multiple and try to see if they have some consistency, but I think it's risky business on your wedding day. That's so I, I highly recommend actually spray tans on your wedding day personally, but no, there you go. 
I <laughs> that's just me thinking. I highly recommend. But that said, I love that you said trials. So I had three trials before my wedding day. Ooh. Yeah, and it's not. It wasn't. It's not as like bougie as it sounds. I I knew that I wanted. I used to do spray tans actually. So okay. I want. I knew I wanted one. I know Justin likes it when I have a tan, and so it was. I was going to do it. So I just found three occasions that I was going to get tans for. And I kept going to the same girl. She kept notes. And then like basically by the third occasion, I was like, that was perfect. Like that was the perfect color. Cause I didn't want to be super yeah. dark. I just wanted to have a little color. And the time, like she told me, wash it off at like two hours. And so like, I was like, that time was perfect, blah, blah, blah. So that way, by the time my wedding, it was good. But I just picked other occasions to get spray tans. And that That's way, smart. like I was That's ready. Smart. Yeah. I side note, uh, I used to deliver to a couple sun tanning places and tanning places in like different places when I worked for FedEx and I love the way they smell. Like oh, I love really? the smell. They just remind me of the beach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I don't that know what a, it is. That is a little side note. So anyways, yes. Anyways, side note on tans. tans. Hopefully we answered that question with like hair and makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. And just remember if you have to step into a difficult conversation, um I, I don't think you should be as scared as you're probably feeling just communicate your why and why you would like these things yeah Um, and then if you want to make it an open conversation with them and say like hey how do you feel about this yeah and like understanding why they feel a way can also help you um if though you are going to like require it i would suggest offering to pay for for it yeah yeah because if if it's optional yeah some people might not have it in the budget so Question number three. Ooh, ooh, this next one is juicy. Yeah, this next one. Question, do you want me to read it? Yeah, I want you to read it. I'm like cringing at like, oh my goodness, how am I going to handle this one? Question number three. How do I unask someone to be a bridesmaid or do I just face the consequences? I'm assuming that means like, do I don't want this person to be in the bridal party, but I don't want to ask them to not be. So I'll just bite the bullet and leave them. I'm interpreting this like she asked someone to be a bridesmaid a year ago, hypothetically. And now they don't talk anymore. And maybe, you know, maybe she's gotten close with someone else. I don't know if that's true, but maybe she's gotten close with someone else and she doesn't feel connected to this person anymore. Maybe they haven't spoken in like six months or maybe she's just causing a lot of drama and unnecessary problems. Like maybe she's one that's giving pushback on makeup or I don't know. I don't know. I, not that that's a reason to not ask a bridesmaid, but th- it, it could be very complex. But that's how I take it. And it's like, should I, how can I remove her from my wedding party? Mm-hmm. Or should I just keep yeah. her in there and face the consequences? So yeah, that's what I, that's I have what one I thing thinking. to say. Okay, go for it. And I do too, because I have been asked to not be in a wedding party. I've been unasked. So Are I you can serious? Mm hmm. Okay, cool. So my first thing is if you are in the beginning stages of planning your wedding, which let's just do an episode on on wedding party at some point. Um, if you're in the yeah, beginning stages to. of planning your wedding, know that these are going to be pictures that you are going to look at for the rest of time and forever. When you ask somebody, you need to keep this in mind. If you've only been friends with them for a year. I don't know if you've only been friends with them for like six months to a year, I would proceed with caution. And I'm not saying don't because you know, it can be like a love at first sight friendship situation, 
but definitely proceed with caution and think of other friends you've had in the past who've mm-hmm. been you've been really close with but then like it fizzles out the people that are going to be in your life forever forever not just your for now because you're friends right now or like i don't know they're your brother's girlfriend and you think yeah. they're gonna get i don't know like all these scenarios just proceed with caution when asking so you don't end up in this situation that's kind of like my first preface and if it's happened i think it happens to everybody i know so many brides who are like yeah we don't talk anymore or i kind of wish i didn't ask her i wish i would have asked her instead if this yep, is Larry very and i very both common. have those from our wedding party so we what happened with you Okay, so with me, I had someone who had asked me to be in their wedding party. I was already pretty surprised because we weren't super close. Um, but I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Well, then <laughs> I kind of, this person was very direct. And I kind of have to say, like, I kind of admire that about them. He ended up telling me we were working out at the gym and he, right between sets, he's like, oh, hey, by the way, um, you and I aren't very as close as we used to be anymore. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and remove you from the, the bridal party. And I just wanted to let you know that. And I was just like, I really didn't know what to say to that. We had just started working out. We had a whole freaking workout to go through. Everything in me is like, I just want to get out of here. This is weird. This is awkward. Yeah. And, but at uh, the same time, okay. I feel you. I feel you. My eyes are real big. Cause I'm like, this is awkward. But at the same time, it's like, there's not really another way. Like I can appreciate it that he didn't bullshit me and try to like just fluff it up. Now, had it, we been someone who was closer, I probably would have been more hurt. Um, so I think my advice would be if you, it's a good thing that he didn't have me in his wedding party because we weren't as close and I'm glad that I'm not going to be in his photos where he's looking back and seeing me there. And he's like, man, I'm not even close to Chris anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think you mentioning like thinking about these people are going to be in your wedding photos and even asking yourself, like, could I potentially, when I have kids, can I see these people attending my son or daughter's first birthday? Like, would I invite them? Would these be people that would, I'd want to come to that a bit, you know, big day and celebrate that day too. Like, I think that's a really, those are just seeing, can you see them be in these different milestones in your life? Maybe if they're not there physically because they've moved, at least like getting a text message from them, you know, like celebrating wins with you, like them being in and growing with you through these different life stages. Um, but there's no easy way to unask someone. If you determine, no, I cannot. I mean, you pretty much just be honest, say, Hey, uh, you know what? And maybe you don't have to be as honest as this person was and say like, we're just not close anymore. But I think you, you should definitely ask them to not be in your wedding if you don't want them to be. Um, yeah, now how I, you handle that and how you word that is completely up to you. you and the relationship I, dynamic that you have with this person. Yeah. You could say, um, man, I don't even know the thing that here's the thing that's coming to mind is you can tell someone like, Hey, we are making right now. You can blame it on COVID. Uh, <laughs> you, you could, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You could blame it on COVID. You could blame it on, um, uneven bridal parties and maybe your dude can kick someone out too. And then it's like, they just blame each other. It's like, Oh yeah, I have to kick someone because, uh, she's kicking someone. And then she can say, Oh, I have to kick someone because he's kicking someone. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't don't know. There's potentially an option. COVID. It seems like the low hanging fruit right here though. Well, and I've also, I I've actually, I haven't experienced this directly, but my friend has experienced this where she 
removed somebody from her wedding party and it was a destination wedding. And so she used the, and it was, it was in part true. She was just having these second thoughts about it and didn't want to regret it. And they weren't speaking as much anymore. And she, yeah, again, she wished she didn't ask in the first place. And I think a, gosh, it's just easier to just err on the side of less people and add people later if you want. But anyways, she ended up saying it was a budget thing. Like yeah, budget wise, they were paying for the dresses. They were paying for the hair and makeup. They were paying for the lodging for all these people to stay. Um, and in the budget, she, she just real she needed, had to make it smaller and apologized profusely. And you know, it, it didn't, do you still invite them to the wedding? Yes, she did still invite them to the wedding and you know, she, she didn't go like it didn't really, it didn't, that didn't go over well. Um, and that's like hard. Like, I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is where uh, I was like, I'm cringing with like. <sighs> Here. Okay. Here's something else. Here's another way that you can approach this too. And you can say, Hey, um, I need to have a really hard conversation with you right now. And I have really thought about this so much, like so, so, so much, but um, we've decided we've made some shifts in our plans for the wedding and we've decided to change some things up. One of those changes is going to be towards our bridal party and how many people we're having. Um, and I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed, but I am not going to have you stand with me. Uh, I'm not going to have you as a bridesmaid on this day. That's probably the best way to be able to go about something like that is, is phrasing in the sense that like, Hey, we've, we've been processing and we've had some conversations and we are making changes to the direction that we're going or something like that. Yeah. It's not going to be an easy conversation. Yeah. It's a hard one. And the, I just found the text. This was years ago and I still have this text somehow that like she was trying to process how to confront this bridesmaid about it. And I'm not going to read it, but it was about budgeting. And she said, I love you. I adore you. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. I've been beyond stressed about this wedding. I wrote out all the stuff we have to pay for. Blah, blah, blah. It was budgety. And then she said, ended with, I still want you there. And I want you to have an important job still. I am so, so, so sorry. This is very, very hard for me. And with all of that, she didn't end up coming. I know she didn't respond to the text message for a while. Yeah. But within like a year, like the hurt feelings had subsided. Um, They've had conversations since then. They went out to lunch. I mean, it had been some time for them to be able to process it, but they are friends again. And like that, I wanted to end with like, as much as it's a difficult conversation, A, you don't want to regret anything. Like, and if it's going to make you feel better to not have that energy around on your day, because maybe, maybe there's somebody that you're like, I'm afraid she's going to stress me out all day or something. It's worth it to have that confrontation, but know that even if it's not okay, right in the beginning, if it's going to take that load off of you on your wedding day, it's going to take that load off of you leading up to it. If that's a friend worth keeping, if that's a really a genuinely good friend, good enough to ask ever to be in your wedding party, they'll eventually come around and understand if it doesn't go very well. Yeah. And I think just knowing like if you ask someone, uninvite someone, unask them, there is going to be some fallout or at least some hurt feelings. Yeah. Like that is going to happen. That is a reality. So be prepared to navigate that. 
And I'm not telling telling you that so that you don't do it. Just know that that is a reality. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, that was heavy AF, bro. I know. Gosh. Ugh. Do we want to go into the next one? Yeah, let's do the next one. Okay. We try we try to do four, but that those three were very like they they those were weight they they were weighty. They were They're weighty. They're heavy. They're heavy so, stuff. This last one I think we Chris and I kind of talked about this last week's episode. So the stress of other people's opinions and how rude and hurtful family members' opinions can be. This is what she's been struggling with this week. Mm-hmm. The stress of other people's opinions and how rude and hurtful family members' opinions can be. First of all, I want you to know the reason family members' opinions are so hurtful and can be come off as like super rude or crass is generally because they have family has no filter. Family oh, yeah. tells you exactly what they're feeling. So I wouldn't take what they're saying as like take it personal. I wouldn't take it as an attack. I would take it as this is a human being that doesn't have a filter around me. They feel comfortable comfortable enough to tell me exactly what they're feeling. And even if it sucks, and even if I don't want to hear it, knowing that can give you some grounding and also know like if they're that comfortable sharing their opinion, you also should be able to feel empowered as well to let's create these boundaries and set this relationship up for further success totally. and like not further dwindling. Yeah, I think when I look at this question, I'm looking at looking at it in two parts. So the first part is the stress of other people's opinions. The second one is how how rude and hurtful people's opinions can be. So we have opinions for both of them. One of them is stress. The other is how rude they are. Yeah, true. I think if you ask yourself, like, what about these opinions is stressing me out? Is it that they're nonstop? Is it that uh, they aren't what you want to do? Is it that you don't know how to tell them you're not going to do those things? Is it that you feel like you have to give them or owe them a response? I would try to figure out why those opinions are stressing you out. And then you might be able to act accordingly. If it's because um, they just never stop, then maybe you need to have a conversation with them about like, hey, I love that you want to contribute and that you care so much about my big day uh, and that you want it to go over great. But I, I just got to be honest with you, this all of these uh all of these suggestions and your opinions are starting to stress me out. And I, I would just maybe appreciate it if you um, wouldn't bombard me with these opinions. I know that's very straightforward kind of, yeah. um, but if that's how you're feeling and you want it to stop, that is a potential solution. Um, as far as rudeness, uh, that's like, I think that's just remembering, like I, we talked about this a couple episodes, either it was last episode or two episodes ago about how family dynamics are amplified. It was last episode. How That's they're amplified. what I was literally just looking up. Yeah, they're amplified during the wedding planning process. And so, and, and a big part of that is because there's a lot of stress going on. There's people want the day to go over well. Uh, there's always underlying things. Maybe they don't like the, the guy or the girl that you're marrying. Like there could be any number of things and there's there's unresolved tension. And so people always have a reason. Um, maybe not always, but usually there's a reason for people being rude uh, and it's because they want to hurt you. I'm sure you've heard the phrase hurt people, hurt people like people Mm -hmm. who are hurt, hurt other people. Maybe that's it. You know, who knows what it is. If it's a sibling, maybe they're wrestling with the loss of, of feeling like you're no longer going to be a prominent play prominent role in their life. Like it could be a very deep rooted 
thing or it could be they're just a butthole <laughs> and, and that's mm-hmm. being amplified on your wedding I'm day. just looking at this like what hurtful opinions do they have like it's making me really sad yeah like, I mean I can tell you like pretty confidently because I'm sure she won't listen but I mean my mother-in-law like she had some very hurtful opinions about me and about my character and about who she thought she she was and I just had to choose to um not let those things define me uh, and maybe if someone is speaking poorly about your fiance or your dress or your venue or whatever, maybe even your why they're speaking poorly about it and it's rude. Um, you don't want to give them the power. Like they're living rent free in your head and you don't want that. Like you need to kick them out and you need to not allow them to take up any more space. But it, it starts with the choice that you have. Like, am I going to dwell on these things that they're saying? Um, no, I'm not going to because I don't feel that same way. Yeah. Well, and we talked in, I I was just going to reference these episodes. Episode eight, guest list anxiety and episode 10, you have permission to say no are both really, they have a lot of really good nuggets for dealing with anxiety from family members Mm -hmm. and opinions and all the things. Um, I was just looking to see if there was anything else. So those those in particular, episode eight and episode 10, I think will be very helpful. But, well, now I just lost my train of thought. It had to do with that. But episode eight and episode 10 is where I want to point her. Um, dang it. What was I going to say? Hurtful family members' opinions. I don't remember. I don't remember. But they're both, go there. I have yeah. that for sure. Go there. It sucks. I'll, I mean, we'll just be honest. Like, it sucks when family members say rude things, especially about a day that's so important to us or someone that we really care about, like the person that you're going to marry. Um, but I would just encourage you to not dwell on those things. Choose to release them. Um, I remember. And you can I do remember. that. I remember. I remember. Go for I it. Remember. Okay. So it's figuring out why are they having this this opinion. Like, mm. and we talked about oh, this in one of those good. episodes. So, like, asking why instead of like going to a no. So this was from episode 10, I think. Instead of saying like, or just taking their opinion as like, let's say it's a dress. I don't like this dress. Like, I really don't like this dress. I thought it was going to be different. This is the dress you chose. You can, instead of just like dwindling in a corner, you could be like, well, why, what, what did you, what kind of dress would you have preferred? Or why don't you, Mm -hmm. what is it about this dress that you don't like? So just like responding with the question, can get you guys to an understanding and maybe if it's the dress and it's your mom she could say I just really thought you were going to have a train and this is you know really like a fitted dress I thought you were going to have a train and you could reach some kind of compromise like you already got the dress you wanted but you could get an overskirt and the overskirt ties around for the ceremony and it has a really long train or a cathedral veil that has a really long train and so maybe by asking why for whatever their opinion is or how or what you're able to actually reach some kind of compromise and you're also able to respond with your why. Well, mm-hmm. I chose this because, and I didn't get a train because of this, but what if we did this? Would would this make you happy? Or I don't know if would this make you happy is like a mentally healthy thing to do, but you yeah. want them to be happy. So I think to, a, to some degree it is because their happiness is your happiness. They've been waiting for you to get married as long as you've been waiting. Like, yeah, all these things come in. I get play, it. Yeah, they're tied together. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Man, that's really good. Well, I'm, I feel, I'm glad I remembered. I interrupted you. I, I am, am sorry for interrupting you. But. Oh, dude. I'm the king of interrupting, so you are fine. You can ask Larry. That is my worst trait. Oh, I, 
I, Justin has gotten on to me my, like our entire relationship for interrupting. Me and my mom are like serial interrupters. And without Justin calling us out for it, we would still probably be the worst. But I do, I work on it. It's, I think when people like to talk, I think that they generally can be interrupters. Yeah. But. And it's not meant, and it's not meant to be disrespectful, but no, not at all. There are, there are our four questions that we've answered for the week. Man, I hope um, that they are helpful. And I hope that if you are a listener that has a burning question in your head that you've been dying to ask us, that you will go follow us at the Bridal Breakdown. And that when Ashley asks, because she does it every week, when she asks, hey, what's on your mind, that you will share what's on your mind and that we can try to provide some insight or some guidance for something that you're wrestling with. Yep, absolutely. I love these episodes. I can't wait for next I week. I know. They're so much more chill. I don't, I'm even less stressed when the kids are running around and yeah. making noise. They just feel like casual. That. I'm like, oh yeah. They do. Uh-huh. Justin's out there just snowing. I'm just staring at him shoveling snow like a great just checking husband. out your husband just like you should. Googly eyes. It's pretty <laughs> great right now. It's a good view. All right. Uh, everyone stay warm. Have a great weekend and we will talk to you very soon. See Bye-bye. you later.